coming to you from the Deep South. This is the Blue Collar Leadership Podcast. High impact leadership is not reserved for leaders, and it has nothing to do with your position, title, or rank. However, it does have everything to do with your character. It's time to climb to the next level and beyond, personally and professionally. Now, let's start making it happen with your host, Max Story. Hello, and thanks for stopping by the Blue Collar Leadership Podcast today. As we continue this series on Blue Collar Leadership and Teamwork, 30 Traits of High Impact Players. But before we get into today's episode, a couple of things I want to uh, talk about. The first one is a lot of people I speak to that I speak to some high quality, high character people, and a lot of those people are always asking me what can they do to help me. And really, I, I take responsibility for for doing what I need to get done and and making my own way and doing that sort of thing. So most often I don't really have an answer, but I'm, I'm gonna throw something out there if. If, if you're a person that likes to help other people, you want to help me, it's pretty simple. It's the one thing I really can't do for myself that, that I like to get done, and it's, it's, it's this. If, if you read any of my books, you like those books, you got results out of those books, or you taught somebody at work, or you led a book study, or you just read it on your own and you actually got some value out of it, and you think it's, it's a great book and other people need to read it, you can help me by going to Amazon and, and leaving me a review. Even if you didn't purchase it through Amazon, you, you can uh, still leave a review there. So that, that just helps it get, raises it up and gets visibility where other people can maybe see it that don't normally see it. That's the one thing you can do to help me. Uh, if, if you'd like to, no obligation whatsoever. I'm going to make it happen either way. But I was just thinking about it recently and people ask what, I mean, all the time, what can they do to help me? And I guess it's because I help a lot of people and they, they want to return the favor. If so, that's, that's what you can do for me. If you want to take five minutes out of your day, go to Amazon, any of the books you've read, leave, leave a great review. I'd appreciate it. Same goes for Rhea. If you've read her books, that's, that's a way to help her as well. Uh, anyway, the second thing I want to talk about, and let me just tell you today is, today is, uh, we're on trait four, be responsible. So before I talk about being responsible, I, I just want to give out a shout out to the uh, city of St. Peter's, Missouri team. If you work for the city of St. Peter's and you listen to this post podcast, there's something I want you to know. You, you part of the tip of the spear team. If you've heard me talk, uh, if I've talked to you personally, you've probably heard me say that. I've probably said it to you. and pretty excited as i record this podcast uh on january 21st i i was invited to participate with uh bill Mollock, uh aaron gardner and joshua davis Th those three and i know they had some support other folks supporting them those are the three main players that i'm aware of on january 21st 2023 they kicked off their uh first monthly volunteer leadership development, workforce development uh, training by video. And Bill, Bill is the city manager. He actually had just taken over formally as the city manager on January 20th. So on January 21st, he, he kicked it into high gear 
and and they kicked off their their first of many to come i'm sure uh, monthly volunteer leadership development sessions so they do it by by zoom anyone in their organization can volunteer to participate those folks i mentioned a moment ago they volunteer to, to lead it and facilitate it and and bill he i guess he's the ultimate tip of the spear he's making it happen from the the top level position he's got about 450 people on his team if i remember right uh Rhea and i had the privilege of going up bill uh, initiated a uh, a uh, kickoff back in november of 2022 he actually purchased 900 of our books had us come up and speak for a total of eight hours to probably three 300 and something people i think volunteered to come to one of our sessions so that was pretty amazing but i want to give those folks a shout out because bills told me the last time i i knew a number he had told me there were 10 different book studies going on so this is this is beyond their monthly volunteer leadership training they got on the clock training that different people at different levels throughout the city of st peter's is uh conducting they're they're conducting book studies with four to ten people i, I assume that's the number that's on most teams and some of them are doing a chapter a week from one of our books and some of them are doing two chapters a week i think so th they're getting after it and then then there were about 40 people, I think, who volunteered on a Saturday morning. They'll be doing their call on the the third Saturday of each month for an hour. They do that. Again, everyone volunteers. It's the people who are hungry. They're the ones who show up to that. So if you listen to this podcast and you're at the city of St. Peter's and, and you, you didn't show up for that Saturday session, make sure you get find out who you need to talk to and get registered. It's pretty cool. You ain't got to say anything if you don't want to, but it'd be helpful if you do. And you'll you'll hear other people speaking. So I've got another client out in Texas that does that. Been doing it for years, and that's Jason Denham. He's the VP of Electrical Construction with Kilgore Industries. So if you're in the electrical construction business and you want to be in Texas, you need to check out Jason Denham at Kilgore Industries. And if 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 you work in city government or want to, and you want to be on a team that's uh, transforming their own culture with a leader who values personal growth and leadership development, check out City of St. Peter's up in Missouri. Great, great, great city. And uh, those are two folks that are making things happen at a high level. I'm talking about Jason and, and Bill. Very, very rare leaders. Bill's at the top, and Jason is is right next to the top in his organization. So seldom do you get that every leader ought to be doing it but very few leaders are doing it so uh jason denham his team jason is being responsible what i'm talking about and i'm, I'm getting into today's lesson now because today's lesson is, is is be responsible that's a trait of high impact team players and remember, I told you at the start about this book. This book, just it's not just for frontline entry-level people. Everybody on a team is on a team. So it doesn't matter what your position or title is. doesn't matter what your rank is. If you're on the team, you're on the team. Going back to the city of St. Peter's, everybody that works there is on the team. If they get a paycheck from the city of St. Peter's, they're on the team. So they can choose to be a high impact team player or a low impact team player. And I can tell you what, 
those people who are definitely the tip of the spear people are on the, the Saturday session with them. And also with Jason at Kilgore, those people that show up on those calls, you got those top leaders facilitating. They're doing more than just facilitating. They're, they're becoming highly aware of who is the tip of the spear. Who is it that's leading their organization? Who is it that's transforming their organization? Who is it that's being responsible for that? When we talk about high-impact team players. See, choosing to be responsible is a choice that will give you a voice. And, and literally, when you get on a call like I just described on the Zoom call, and you're on there, you get access to the top leader. You get to share how, how do I think? How do I feel about what we're doing? What input do I have? And if you like this stuff and you're, you got the opportunity to be on one of those calls, the number one thing that a top leader who's leading a call like that wants to hear is that you're getting results. And they don't care if you're getting results at home or at work. If you're getting results, you're getting results. And that's what they want for you in your life. So choosing to be responsible is a choice that'll give you a voice. Because high-impact team players are attracted to high-impact team players. Remember, forget about the position and title. And, and if you don't know, if you, if you don't work at the city of St. Peter's, and most of you that's listening probably don't, you know, I, I, I named off those three folks a while ago and uh, give you a little background on, on that story. Joshua Davis that I said was one of the folks, he drives a trash truck for the city of St. Peter's. When I watched that video, I mean, when I was on the video call, on the Zoom call, Joshua and Aaron, and Aaron just, just uh, moved from a financial department over to, uh, to take on a leadership role, and she's sitting there, and, and she's kind of running the computer and keeping up with chat, the chat box and all that sort of stuff, adding value there, and, and Bill, the city manager, sitting right next to her, so across from the table from Joshua, the trash truck driver, is the city manager of 450 people. That's what I'm talking about. Nobody was cared, nobody cared about what rank, title, and job you got, all that kind of stuff. When you start talking about character development, top leaders who value this stuff, they see everybody as the same. People who are growing and developing their character. And the people who are doing that are going to transform an organization. And it takes time. You don't do it overnight. But you think about, I want you to think about every one of these traits as we go through these 30 traits in the coming weeks. And we're on number four today, so we're just getting started. If you hadn't listened to the first three, you need to go back and check those out and catch up. But you could ask yourself about any one of these traits. Like today, it's be responsible. So I'll ask you, if you had a choice of, of having a, a team member be responsible or be irresponsible, which one would you want on your team? It's obvious. It's one of those common sense questions I always ask. Everybody always knows the answer because it's common sense. But to actually be responsible requires uncommon sense. Because you... You, when I asked that question, you just you obviously knew if you were going to be on a team with, with other people on the team at any level, anywhere, in any department, would you rather those people be responsible, be irresponsible? 
the answer is obvious. You'd rather your teammates be responsible. But again, which one are you? And you may be responsible in one moment and irresponsible in another moment. But high-impact players, high-impact team players are striving to be responsible in every area of their life, at home and at work. How they talk, how they walk, who they talk to, when they talk to them, what they put in their mind, what they put in their mouth, literally, the, the food they eat. They become responsible for their health. Think about that. You're like, what's health got to do with it? Well, if you're going to be on a team, would you rather have healthy people on your team or unhealthy people on your team? That ain't one of the traits, being healthy, but it could be. Remember, I told you in the beginning, there's thousands of traits. But being responsible. Who, who you are. If, if, if you're listening to me and you want to be in the coaching and the mentoring business at some point in your life, I'm telling you what, you need to be healthy. You don't have to be healthy to coach and mentor everybody. But I'm pretty sure if you're going to coach and mentor somebody who is truly healthy, guess what they want you to be? Truly healthy. And I ain't beating you up if you're unhealthy. I'm just making a point. You got to be responsible. Why, why? One of the reasons why I quit using profanity in 2012, I don't, I don't cuss anymore. You don't hear that kind of talk come out of my mouth in private or in public. doesn't happen. People who use profanity, they don't care that I don't, as long as I don't judge them for doing it. And I don't care if they do or not. A lot of times I talk to people, and, and, and they talking like I used to talk, and they, they don't know that, that I don't. They don't even notice it. They don't care. But see, if I met people who have a really high degree of character who don't use profanity for the reasons of they want to have a high degree of character, they want to lead themselves in a way that says I have a high degree of character to other people who do, they don't use profanity. So if they heard me using profanity, they'd realize I don't have as high a level of character as they do. And I wouldn't have the same relationship with them. So what I did was when I quit using profanity, I can have a, a great relationship with people who do use profanity and people who don't. But if I would have kept using profanity, there's a lot of people who don't use profanity that I wouldn't be able to have very much influence with. So that's just, you know, an example. I was talking to you about health. And I work on my health, too. I'm working on it all the time. Changing my diet. I got, you know, if my blood pressure goes up, I make an adjustment, which I'm doing at the moment, and it's been phenomenal. The results I'm getting, cholesterol. I don't want to take medicine. I want to be responsible to myself. But high-impact Team players, they're always willing to be responsible. No one has to tell them. None of us are ever going to be perfect. So I want to give you a quote from Jocko Willink right now. He says, total responsibility for failure is a difficult thing to accept. And taking ownership when things go wrong requires extraordinary humility Encourage. Jocko Willink, former U.S. Navy SEAL commander. He's got some great books out there. One of them that's really popular is Extreme Ownership. If you've read that book, it's phenomenal. 
everything I talk about in my books is about extreme ownership, being responsible. <laughs> That's why I'm sharing that quote with you. I'm sure I took that quote out of extreme ownership when I read it. If you listen to me long enough, you know I capture quotes. I don't if if I if I see a nugget in a book, I don't underline or highlight it. I, I put it directly into my note file. I've leaned up my process. And then when I write books, I access my quote file and I pull out quotes. And I got way more than I'm ever gonna share. But I share a lot of them out on LinkedIn and, and on my social media pages. Every day I'm sharing at least one or two. Sometimes three or four or five, it just depends. But I share them. I keep track of the ones I've shared. Some other really good ones, I share them repeatedly. Not too close together, but I'll spread them out, reshare some of the good stuff. But I won't ever have time, have the ability to share all these quotes. But you can guarantee you to, to become a U.S. Navy SEAL, you're going to have to be responsible. It's not going to happen by accident. It doesn't matter what you do. I guarantee you, I was talking about Josh Joshua a moment ago, trash truck driver, city of St. Peter's. He's driving a trash truck. He's the only one. There's a team of people out there that drive those trash trucks. And I guarantee you, if you ask any one of them, if they'd rather work with someone who's being responsible, who's being irresponsible, I know what they'd say. If they're being honest, they say, I want to work with people who are being responsible. And if I ask them one-on-one, -on -one, are they being responsible? All of them probably would say yes. But then when you hone in on some specific questions, if they're being honest, some of them would have to say no. And that could be a wide variety of questions. And it could apply to anybody, anywhere, in any department at any level. I was just using that example. Everybody on a team needs to be responsible. Bill's trying to transform the culture. Doesn't mean anything's wrong with that culture. What it means is he's taking responsibility for helping the team get better. You don't have to be sick to get better. But you have to be responsible to get better. All these traits, they tie together. And if you're a leader out there leading teams, and, and I got to challenge you, if you're a formal authority leader and you're not somehow developing your team, you are dropping the ball as a leader. You need to look in that mirror and tell yourself, I, I, I'm not a high-impact leader. I'm a manager of people. And you may be a phenomenal manager of people. But if you're a formal authority leader and you're not somehow developing your team relative to workforce development and leadership development, you're not a high-impact leader because that's what high-impact leaders do. They develop their people. It doesn't matter if they're a supervisor with four people reporting to them. They develop their people. They share nuggets with them. They do book studies. They talk about podcasts. They watch videos. Doesn't mean they do it all the time, but they probably do it at least once a week. Some of them may do it once a day if they're hard chargers and their team's fired up because they can't help but do it. And you may not be a formal authority leader, but you may sit at the lunchroom table with a group of people who are your team members. Be a high-impact team player share a quote talk about it say hey i read this quote by jocko Willink. he says total responsibility for failure is a difficult thing to accept and taking ownership when things go wrong requires extraordinary humility and courage what y'all think about that that's all you got to do share a quote read it to them 
Have it on a card if you want to. Some of them might want to look at it. Y'all start talking about it. You tell them where you read it or where you got it from. They might they might want to dive into the content too. It doesn't have to be my book. It could be anybody's book. It doesn't have to be a book. It could be a podcast. It could be a video from YouTube. It ain't hard to lead if you want to lead. High-impact team players accept the responsibility of remaining humble regardless of their status or income. Talked about that trait last, last time, being humble. There's a lot of people, though, when they start making money or they start getting some up-level position, that humility starts to fade because they, they think they're special. I don't think they're special, but <laughs> you know like I do, there's a lot of folks out there that think they're special. They probably ain't listening to this podcast, or if they are, they probably just turned it off. I'm just telling you some leadership truth. You want to be a high-impact team player, you need to be humble. I don't care how much money you make. I don't care how big your house is. I don't, I don't care what your title is. Be humble. When I see Jason and Bill leading those, those uh, volunteer uh, book studies on those Saturdays, I see them sitting there learning, talking, reflecting. They got their book open. They're highlighting. They're underlining. They're sharing with the team just like everybody else. They're not, they're not sitting back thinking someone else should do that. Someone else should lead it. They're being responsible. They're leading it. But they're also being humble, and they're participating just like everybody else. That's the kind of leaders people want to follow, high-impact team players. But because they're in a formal authority position and they're doing that, they're dealing, uh, they're modeling some high-impact leadership traits at the same time. Not letting success go to your head is your responsibility. We're talking about being responsible. Be responsible for that. I talk to a lot of time, a lot of people sometimes. They call me and they, oh, I can't believe you answered the phone. I don't know what to say. Say whatever you want to say. I'm a regular old guy. I'm an ordinary guy trying to make an extraordinary difference. And I don't think I'm ever going to get there, but, but I'm working on it. Each of us is responsible for choosing our values. And those values will determine our circumstances and the impact we have, especially when it comes to teamwork. You get to choose your values. And I want to thank you. If you're listening to this podcast, I want to thank you because this is what you've done. You've allowed me to be a part of your team. Me, me and you. You and, you and I are on a team together. I may not even know you. I may not have ever met you. But if, you, if you're into what I'm talking about, here's my cell number, 334-728-4143. Call me. I want to know you. I want to help you. When I say help you, I want to fire you up, tell you you're on the right track, inspire you to go out and, and do something bigger than you're doing today. And that doesn't mean you got to get a new job or a raise. I'm talking about help people. Help people just like I'm helping you. Help people you actually know. Maybe start your own podcast. Maybe write your own book. You don't have to be special to do either one of those things. You just have to do it. And I, I've motivated and inspired quite a few people to do both of those things. And if, you may not even want to do that, but if you want to talk to me, that's my cell phone number. It's also at the top of my website, bluecollarleadership.com. 
I tell people I'm always open, but I ain't always available. But you call me 24-7, 365. If I'm busy, I ain't going to answer. If I'm sleeping, I ain't going to answer. Don't worry about bothering me. But if I'm awake at midnight and you call me, I'm happy to talk to you. And I'm usually awake at midnight, by the way. I usually go to sleep around 12, somewhere between 12 and 2. That's just when that's just the way my body's wired. So when it comes to teamwork, low-impact players dodge responsibility like it's a deadly disease. They may, uh, they may disappear when a task is being addressed or begin to make excuses as to why they can't help and shouldn't be asked to help. Think about that. If you're on a team, you want someone who's going to accept and embrace responsibility or someone who's going to dodge responsibility. Pretty easy. You already know the answer. Lack of responsibility creates distrust. When you create distrust, you have less influence. So if you've got team members who are dodging responsibility, they're creating distrust with the people who are accepting and embracing responsibility. They're losing influence. High-impact players know a secret. When low-impact players are whining, it's easy to start shining. They also know how to shine. It's actually pretty simple. They just listen for whining and then step up and say, I'll do it. It's easy. I'm telling you, if you work in an organization, especially if, if you got a lot of people who are whining, it's easy to start shining. All you got to do is volunteer. Hold your hand up and say, I'll do it. Whatever they whining about, I'll do it. And then you got to go kill it. You got to get results. High-impact players build trust by taking responsibility. High-impact players also follow through by delivering results. So raising your hand is going to build you some trust, earn you a little trust. But delivering the results, that, that's, that's where the big win's at. Whatever that is, you got to go deliver results. You're going to build a lot of trust. You're going to increase a lot of your influence is going to increase by a large amount. But when I was talking about whining and shining, Rhea and I have a book we wrote together called Change Happens, Leading Yourself and Others Through Change. You want to really, really accelerate your growth. You learn how to shine when change is happening. And like with the city of St. Peter's, there's a lot of cultural transformation taking place right now really just it's just in the infancy so to speak it's going to be happening for years but it's just starting so i can tell you i know what's going on there there's a lot of people whining people don't like change what's funny is a lot of people who whine they want things to change but when it starts changing they don't want no change it's kind of crazy doesn't mean they're bad people but if they're whining it does mean they're whining they ain't being high-impact team players. They're going to get left behind by the people who are shining. So one way to shine, if you're working in an organization that's doing growth and development and it's on a volunteer basis, be responsible. Hold your hand up. Show up. Be a part of it. Start shining. Leave the whiners behind. So everybody, everybody starts seeing. See, see when those folks get on those calls I was telling you about at Kilgore and at the city of St. Peter's, it shows you a list of who's on there. I guarantee you everybody gets on there, looks on that list to see who else is on there. And sometimes there's a lot of people in one room, so you can't always tell because they may be in a room, their name doesn't show up on a list, so, so you don't know. 
But I guarantee you, everybody who does join, they want to know who else is join, joining. One reason, they want to know who's, who's part of this tip of the spear team. Who are the shiners? Now, I got to tell you, every now and then, some of those posers, they'll, the pretenders, they'll show up. They'll log in. Don't worry about it. Maybe you'll rub off on them. But some of them, they just nosy. They want to know what's going on. And out in the real world, you know these people ain't on board. Don't worry about them. If they're getting on there, maybe they're listening. Maybe they're listening for the wrong reasons, but maybe something will stick. Don't worry about that. But most of the people that are on those calls, they're on there for the right reason. So that's good stuff. So high-impact players know the quickest way to build trust with a leader is to help them get results. So that's what high-impact team players do. They focus on helping leaders get results. And those who are willing to make things happen are also given more chances to make things happen. Just the way it works. So again, you know, I'm sharing with you a, a few nuggets out of the book. Again, you can cover a chapter in six or seven minutes if you actually read it yourself or listen to the audio book. So I'm giving you about 30 minutes. I'm talking, I'm adding a whole lot to it and I'm skipping a lot of it. I could teach you an hour on one of these chapters. So listen to the podcast. You get value to supplement what's in the book. But if you're into this stuff, I hope you go get a paperback copy. I mean, a, a, yeah, a paperback copy or an audio book. Dive into the nuggets. Digest it and apply it. Share it with others. I'm going to leave you with a quote today by Charles Koch. He says, responsibility includes two important ideas. Choosing right over wrong and accepting ownership for one's conduct and obligations. Be responsible. Talk to you next time. Make it happen or someone else will. It might as well be you. Are you serious about taking your career and your life to the next level and beyond? Check out Max Story's Blue Collar Leadership Series books and others now available on audio along with paperback and ebooks at Amazon, iTunes, and Audible. Please visit bluecollarleadership.com to learn about Max books, programs, special offers, certifications, and more. Thank you for listening to the Blue Collar Leadership Podcast.